some of y'all read that title a few times and probably thought to yourself, this fool done lost his mind. <laughs> or, where he trying to go with this? Or, really? Really? I've thought about this question for a long time. And I really gave it some thought last year once I started doing more shadow work. And I started just listening more to my shadow. And I started understanding the need and necessity for darkness. Because darkness, all it does is provide contrast. It provides depth often, more detail. Darkness is dope and it's necessary. But aside from all that, let's just really think about that question. Why does Satan get such a bad rap? What did Satan do? And I'm going to try my hardest not to say he or she uh, because I have my own understanding of what Satan actually is. But we're, I'm going to go with the story I was told. Uh, I was born into Christianity, two different divisions of Christianity. So yes, a religiously divided household, although they both rock with the Bible. Weird, I know. But I'm going to go with that story of Satan. And it's said in that story that Satan took on the form of a snake. As to why that even matters to Eve, let's talk about that real quick. Eve, for the most part, was the youngest of human creations uh, by God and his team. Correct? Eve received most of her instruction from Adam. Correct? I'm not sure if Adam was able to discuss everything in detail as to what all the animals were. I'm not sure if even Adam knew that animals could not talk. But why would that really be weird if God is having communications with Sky Daddy? You know what I'm saying? Like if he's talking into the sky and he's hearing a voice and they're having a conversation, why would Adam and or Eve think that it was weird that a snake, let alone any animal, would speak to it? Just a thought, perspective. But anyway, this snake, Satan, which we're told is not even Satan's name, it's a title which stands for Resister. But we're going to pin that. Satan means resistor. Now, isn't it interesting that of all the characters of this story, we've been introduced to a god that's playing make-believe. He's creating everything, all right? He creates animals, rivers, sky, light, daytime, nighttime. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to put people in it. So... That's the process. Up to this point, mankind is on the earth. Man and woman. Eve is again the youngest. She is the juvenile. But Eve is also, I guess, curious. Because Eve finds herself 
now I by herself in this garden I'm sure the whole place was a garden because you know God got style and Eve is she has to be curious because I in my mind I'm sure Adam was like listen that tree over there don't even go near it or he might have been like you know God said that's the tree of life and this is the tree of knowledge if you eat the tree of knowledge isn't that very similar to like the, sto the, the story of Toth I'm just putting that out there anyway if you eat the tree of knowledge you're gonna know both good and bad oh I'm sorry I get my stories mixed up see all these stories I'm sure Adam was just like listen don't eat that tree or we're gonna die I don't know what death means because we haven't experienced death yet but I'm assuming death is the opposite of what's happening now I'm assuming but that's what we're told and you know I haven't touched a tree and I'm fine so I encourage you to do the same Eve like many of us let's keep it real was curious now isn't that interesting that curiosity is still a trait for a person that's perfect according to this story so her curiosity led her to or at least around this tree and that's where we enter the next character of this story. So, so far, that's what I forgot to say. So far, we have God, main character. And then we have the animals are like, you know, background. And then we got the featured or the, you know, featured role, Adam and Eve. And now enters, dun, 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 the first villain. See how this works? Let's continue. So the villain, the snake, that Eve doesn't even know what a snake is, or if she does, she's not afraid of it, or, you know, whatever. We explain that. Enters Satan. Satan starts having a conversation with Eve. Eve talks back. Satan says, hey, you know, what have you heard of this tree here? Eve's like, well, I was told that we shouldn't eat this tree. Why is that? Satan replies. Uh, because if we eat that tree, it's bad. I don't know what bad is yet because I also haven't experienced that. Everything has been good, but I'm going to assume it's the opposite. And I'm going to die. I don't know what death means, but I'm assuming, like my husband said earlier, it's the opposite. <sighs> so Satan sighs. Satan's like, mm-mm-mm. You know, that's kind of right. But let me give you a different perspective. See, if you eat this tree, you're not only going to be just like God, you know, like Dad, the one who made us. Because technically, you know, the brothers, right? The related relatives. But you're also going to know all things just like God knows. You're going to know the difference between good and bad. So basically, you have two options here. You can live the life the way that it is, the way you see Adam living, just doing what you're told and everything's all good. Or you can eat this fruit right here and it's going to open your eyes and you're going to see things that you would never saw, but you walk past every day. You're going to be able to distinguish. You are going to be able to ascend and elevate. You are going to be able to be just like us with no restrictions. 
And when you die, it's going to be a glorious death. But the beautiful part about it is that we cannot die because we are a spirit. So that physical body of yours is going to die. I'm adding right now. But I'm just saying. What did Satan say that was wrong? What did he say? I said he. What did Satan say that was wrong? Satan said, you will not die in that day. For God knows. Now, was Satan wrong? Now, some people are going to say, well, the Bible says a day to God is like a thousand years to men. And that Adam didn't make it to a thousand, so God was right. You mean to tell me, though? After all those years, Adam lives to like 900 plus. You don't think that nigga was ready to die? You don't think he was like, all right, I seen enough. Um, this this body that I'm in is starting to break down um, and do things that I didn't even know could happen to it. I, I need to start all over. I remember what Eve had told me, what Satan told her, what got us here. Um, yeah, I'm ready to go. I mean, but... Did Eve not know? Now at this point, everything. Once she ate the fruit. Now again, how why is why how can Satan be the bad guy here? How can Satan get the bad rap? Satan gave Eve a perspective. Are you telling me that we can't have perspectives? It's very similar to if you think about the other story that many of us love in modern day, the Matrix. Either take the red pill or the blue pill eat the tree of life because again there's two trees in the garden folks it was a tree of life they had to eat of the tree of life to stay alive and then there was a tree of knowledge so either or they had to keep eating the tree of life to stay alive but why would god put the tree of knowledge there you don't think god wanted them to learn and be like it to understand the complexities, but how beautifully everything is just works harmoniously. I just, I don't know. Where, where did Satan go wrong? And where did Satan lie? And let's continue. Like, where in the Bible does it say that it's because of Satan that bad things happened? But yet, we constantly hear, the devil made me do it. The devil is a liar. And all these other sayings that are, again, painting all these pictures about this spirit. Let's even go further about Jesus' brother or sister. Who the Bible calls the God of light. Now let's pause there for a minute. So Satan is given the title Satan. First villain. A couple books after, he's also called the angel of light or the god of light. Excuse me. Isn't light needed? Not many of you are going to say, oh, he was a fake light, blah, 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 blah. You know what? Light's light. And if it's in a dark place, do you not want light? So why couldn't Satan have also been that light? For Eve. To be able to show her a different way. 
Now let's go even further. Like I know many people are going to mention Job as an experience. And they're going to say, see, 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 Satan, he's horrible. Satan did bad things. I said he again. I don't know. But let's, let's go back to that story. Now, in the book of Job, it says that Satan was amongst his father's throne. And his father was just speaking to him casually. So again, all this stuff has happened. And yet Satan can still go to and fro from earth. He could be right with his father. So if Satan did something so terrible, why does he still have access like this? Why is he just having a regular conversation with his father? Huh? And how did that conversation go? What did God ask him? Son, where were you today? Or what were you doing today? Ah, is this amongst the humans, father? Yeah. Them interesting creatures you created. They just serve you because of everything you give them. Oh, you still don't get it. You Here you are. You allowed Eve to have a perspective. You allowed Eve to be able to see everything. And yet they still serve because they want to. Satan's like, nah, dad, you, you got this all messed up. You got it all messed up. See, the only reason why they serve you, like, like your boy Job. That nigga got everything. You done blessed him with everything upon everything. The neighbors don't even like him because they're like, yo, it shouldn't be, he shouldn't be that rich. Yeah, Job's a good dude, God says. And you really think the only reason why Job is fucking with me because I'm giving him stuff? Saying, yeah. I guarantee you, if something bad was to happen to Job, if you were to strike Job or let me do it, yo, he would curse you instantly. That's a bet, folks. This is a father and son having a conversation, and and the son is like, you know what, Dad? I bet you you wrong. And guess what the father said? The father said, bet accept it. I'll let you mess with Job, but you can't kill him. So say he's like, oh, wait, 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 let me get this straight. So you you saying that I can fuck with Job. And the only thing that I can't do is kill him. I could bring him close to wanting to die, but I just can't kill him. I could, I could kill the rest of his family. I could do whatever else I want. I just can't kill him. That's what you're telling me. I just want to make sure that I am understanding the terms and conditions of this bet. And God says, yep, you heard me. Satan's like, cool, I'm out. And Satan got to work, didn't he? Now, some people can say, see, 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 that's a pure indication that Satan is bad. Who gave Satan the authority to do what Satan did to Job, folks? So if you're going to be mad at Satan, you also got to be mad at God. Because the fact of the matter is, yeah, Job went through a lot and Job recouped 10 times plus. But Job still had to deal with what? His family dying. 
It didn't say he resurrected Job's family. It said Job just got a new family. Hello? You don't think the morning and realizing, okay, I passed your test, but then did you really have to kill my kids? Really? You don't think that crossed his mind just a little bit? But again, why do we call ourselves being mad and using this example as an example stating that or feeling that Satan is a bad individual? It just sounds like this was just a father and son joke to them. Because they know that you really can't die. So they know it's what's really death. But either or, they're like, oh, we fucking with these humans. So if you're going to be mad at Satan in this case, you got to be mad at God too. And I'm going to just go, I'm going to use one more example. Because I'm not even going to mention Revelation because the fact of the matter is, a lot of folks still can't interpret Revelations accurately. A lot of people love to cherry pick scriptures from here and here and here, but yo, that's a lot of a lot of prophecy and a lot of illustrations and a lot of figurative, literal. There's a lot of a lot of stuff in that book. So, as regards to Satan's quote unquote influence of all the evil things on this earth, let's now fast forward to Satan having a conversation with his brother. Now that his brother is in human form. That's right. When Satan was talking to Jesus. We keep forgetting that the brothers. Is that a story similar to Set? Like the sun and the moon? Like You figure out your own interpretation. But they're brothers. They're related. So. Satan upon the earth. In whatever form. Spirit form. Jesus in material human form. They're talking. Now, Jesus is choosing the fast because he knows and understands the importance of fasting, clarity. Your body is wholeness. That's some spiritual shit. And it wasn't that Satan was trying to fuck with him because he thought his brother was weak. He under, also understood that fasting makes him stronger. That's why he was offering him food and drink because he wanted to break his concentration. But he wasn't able to. Okay. But again, we act like brothers and sisters don't do that with each other. You don't nag your brother and sister. You don't try to encourage her. If anything, he might have been really testing them. Like, yo, you really bought this life? You really bought it here? Yo, just eat this bread. Fuck it. Fuck these humans. You know daddy wrong. And again, you mean to tell me we all don't have an opinion. We all don't have a difference of opinion. We all don't have a different perspective. And at the end of the day, who's to say who was right and who was wrong? But anyway, what does Satan do wrong then? He just had a real conversation with his brother. He's like, listen, bro, you doing all this for a, a possibility. You doing all this for, for what? Yo, we could, we, we could run all this together, bro. I'm already running shit. Look, all that, that's all me. All these people, all these people, all that. And it's cool. You want in? Because again, they're gods, folks. They're having a conversation that some people can't fathom because you're not on that level. But why, where and why and how does Satan say anything wrong? I don't, I don't see with those three examples why this spirit, again, is given such a bad rap. 
I don't get it. And many people may say because we are in the position that we're in. If he, if Satan wouldn't have said anything to Eve, <coughs> we wouldn't be here. Uh, you sure about that? You don't think any other perfect individual would eventually been overtaken with curiosity? You don't think after humanity would have kept building, building, again, we'll go with this story. I hate hypotheticals, but let's go with it. If they would have just kept building and building and expanding and multiplying and filling the earth, right? If everybody was supposed to eat of the tree of life, which I personally feel is just being a vegan because uh, we eat of the earth, so that's going to be everywhere. But if everyone was just to expand... You mean to tell me as everybody traveled, word wouldn't be known of, hey, I heard that the tree of knowledge is where they used to say Eden was. And everyone's going to go on these excursions to find it. Now, who knows if temples would have been built to protect it. But I still feel that even if it was protected, that would have made humans, perfect or not, more curious to want to figure out what is out there what else is there to this perfect world that we're living in i feel like curiosity i'm not gonna say always wins but again i'll think for myself i think i eventually would have i would have been curious because you know what i can't i like change and change is the only constant is it not we always think of this idea of what perfect is right that's because we're always told the stories of what hell is. But what does perfection actually really look like? I know all the stories and the versions of perfection and paradise that I was told from the religions that I grew up in. They really didn't appeal to me. Because there was no depth in those ideas. So when I think about life. Okay. The things that hurt people the most. Sickness, which most of them are created by men. And death. But if you understand death, you understand that you really don't die. So, how is this not perhaps heaven right now? Jesus says, Knock and I shall open, ask and I shall receive. No begging. Just that, Those are just universal laws. Mindfulness. Intention. Imagine if we all were not distracted. And we were able to think with all different contrast, thanks to Satan. Yo, you mean to tell me that you really think that we couldn't make this work right here on earth right now? And isn't it true in many different times, in many different parts of history that the whole world was at peace? But I think eventually niggas got bored. And that's the that's why because we, we got darkness in us. That's why we have the sun and the moon. We do a lot of things in the daytime and we do a lot of things at night. Imagine if our world just stopped once the sun settled. I mean, we'd make it work, but think about how much more we get done and how much more we experience when we adjust to the nighttime. We need that contrast. I love the fact that we all have contrast. I love the fact that we all have true freeness of thought. 
regardless of how that's being manipulated and schemed against by systems and organizations, but we have the, our own ability to think on our own. I like that. I like being able to know and realize that, you know, there's so many ways that I can do this. I love math, and that's one of the things that math taught me. There are many ways to get to the same answer. But I feel that in a, in a quote-unquote perfect world, the way that I was told perfection would be as a Christian growing up, I feel that eventually I would have got bored. I need change. I don't mind like that. You know what? Correct me if I'm wrong. You ever have those moments where you thought you were going to die and you didn't? Isn't that, isn't that shit amazing? Like, like roller coasters. I love roller coasters. And I'm the type of person that will wait so I can be in the front row. So I can see everything first. I don't care how high it is. I don't care how fast the ride is. I want it. The faster, the better. It feels amazing to me. I can't wait to jump out of a plane. There have been times where I've been on boats where I thought we were going to die. There's been times I thought I was in a car where I thought I was going to die. And trust me, I did not want to die. And I was so thankful that I did not. But that rush and that feeling... I have my motorcycle license. I was just talking to a friend about that yesterday. You know, that feeling of going 140 plus miles per hour on a straightaway. Oh, that sensation. And then knowing, you know what? An animal could come across right now and I'm done. <laughs> but then you're like, then I'm done. But just being able to choose and think that freely. Yo, that's everything to me. And I feel if more and more of us had the mindset of not of look what's been done to us versus what can I do and what can I manifest and what can I create and what can I think positively and collectively, we would just move very differently. And if I might go back to Satan, I personally feel the whole entire Bible story is a, 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 an entire story of what? Lack of accountability. Because at the end of the day, everyone's pointing fingers as to who is to blame. When the reality is, no one is to blame. Everyone says, if God is so perfect, of course God is perfect on all things. Everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. We, so many times we say there are no such things as coincidences. Nothing happens by coincidence, right? Because we know how universal laws work. So why in the world can't we also accept that same understanding with what transpired in all stories, but we'll use the one with Christianity and the Bible and Adam and Eve. Why cannot we accept that that was supposed to happen? No one made a mistake. That's what was supposed to happen. Here we are. And again, we create what we want to create. So if we choose to constantly think of fear, if we constantly continue to think of everything besides what's in, what's truly essential, we will get what we currently have. You know, the distractions that we currently have are ridiculous. And it's funny because a person can say, yeah, because we're living in Satan's world. But again, if we go back to Satan's first conversation when he hit the scene, when he first hit the stage in this, in this story... Satan wasn't about distracting. He was about opening her eyes and helping you see the light, seeing the truth. 
Yet folks today are seeing everything but that. And those who do speak the truth are villainized, are looked at with scrutiny, are judged, labeled even. So who truly is the villain? And I always ask that question when people watch The Matrix. I'm like, who really was the villain in the movie The Matrix? Doesn't it depend on your perspective? So after hearing all of that, and there's going to be many more things I'm going to share on this subject. Uh, I just want this to be like the appetizer. But I really want you to, if you have to, listen to this again. And just allow yourself to see things through a different perspective. Because who truly is the villain here and who truly is the hero? Because you can even look at the story with Jesus. Many people still felt that Jesus was the hero, right? People still think Jesus is the hero. But who killed the hero? Because other people thought Jesus was the villain. Right? Satan, because Satan spoke truth, Satan was also deemed a villain. That sounds like two brothers that got it right. They just had a different mindset. They just approached it differently. Don't we see that often too? We got an X-Men. You got Charles Xavier and then you got Magneto. Two boys, almost like brothers, but their approaches are totally different. And what they want is totally different. We got Black Panther, you got Killmonger, and you got T'Challa. Family kind of want the same thing, but a different approach because they both have different perspectives and seeing things differently. But many people felt that Killmonger was the hero. I do. I got a figurine of him on my shelf. So it's like, who truly is the villain here? And who truly is the hero? And is Satan really the villain, folks? Is Satan really the villain? Why does Satan get such a bad rap? Are you listening? <laughs>